Pulse 95 Live at the Sharjah Children's Reading Festival. We love to highlight all kinds of people right here at the Sharjah Children's Reading Festival. I mean, uh, we just spoke to Dinara yesterday and there is plenty of super interesting people who have come across the world for, for us here in Sharjah, starting with Swati Martin. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. It's great having you here and um, this is the second time where Mikhail and I are quite, uh, I wouldn't say baffled because it has maybe some negative connotations, but we were intrigued by your titles, especially consciousness activist and uh, physical participation serial entrepreneur. Can you please tell us what does that mean and tell our lovely listeners? Well, um, consciousness activist is really basically, you know, I'm passionate about raising the consciousness on the planet, mm -hmm. I guess starting from myself, but also, um, you know, uh, driving initiatives that would help raise our global consciousness and part of that is writing uh, children's books mm -hmm. that deal with mindfulness uh, and different values um, such as loving kindness um, you know inner beauty and all the beautiful values that we we want to instill and nurture in mm -hmm. our children so it seems like it, you have a very extensive and I'm seeing I mean, I, I, it's probably an understatement, <laughs> but a very extensive background in business. But it seems like there's now this new path for you, the business of children empowerment. Can you tell us more about that? Well, I, I don't know if we can call it a new path because I started writing uh, stories for children when I was myself three years old and I completed wow. my first book when I was six years old. Love that. I never published it, but um, it's just been a passion of mine writing. And I guess, you know, we, we, we live alongside all these passions and mm -hmm. there are different seasons in our, in our lives. And I guess, you know, it came a point where as my business was more established and also just, just the times, you know, I think with everything that's going on in the world, we live in an unfiltered, really stressful, polarized environment. Oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. it also was the right time to uh, bring to life and to share uh, the stories that I have written. Some of the stories that I'm publishing now, I've written more than 20 years ago. Wow. Uh, one, of my book, I, one of my books I wrote, I was 16. Um, mm. So yeah, so, so some of these stories, you know, I've been there just for a long time, just haven't shared it with the world. You're absolutely right when it comes to how, like outside, or externally speaking, mm -hmm. everything can be overwhelming information obesity and such and especially for a child and uh, from looking uh, into your books I, I get the idea that what you're really asking your readers the young readers is to look inwards correct yeah I feel that you know um, the, the the world outside is not going to give us the, the, the tools to navigate and especially for our little ones I mean now Again, we live in an unfiltered world. Mm -hmm. uh, children have access to everything through social media, and parents don't even know what their their oh, yeah. children are exposed to. Mm -hmm. And so, I feel it is extremely important at this point of time for children to develop within themselves all the mechanisms to cope, and also to know how to to address all this overload of information that they mm -hmm. are receiving uh, and so yes I, I think it is it is paramount and that you're not taught in school you know schools are mm -hmm. still focusing on uh, instilling knowledge yeah. uh, and are not really uh, developing the inner of children 
And uh, was this uh, reflective of your own journey? Because, for example, us as millennials, we learned the hard way that, well, time is not running out for us to take our time, to take care of ourselves, but it's only after several emotional and mental breakdowns that eventually you might learn the skills, maybe in your late 20s, for us at least, that we're like, okay, I wish we learned this when we were younger. Did you have a similar experience? Well, I mean, I'm very fortunate that my parents, both of them, uh, are very introspective people and are, I can say, they're very conscious parents. So mm-hmm. uh, had a, I was really fortunate to have a conscious parents. And so I feel that, um, you know, from a very young age, uh, my mother really would push uh, me and my brother to really reflect on um, you know our behaviors versus mm-hmm. versus you know saying don't do this don't do that yeah um, she would say things I will give you an example when my room was messy my mom wouldn't say tidy your room she would just say the the state of your room is a reflection of what is going inside of you mm-hmm. and so then you know of course as a child you receive that and you're like what does she mean Mm -hmm. but you know you have to think about it and all of a sudden you know you're looking I'm looking at my room and I'm thinking oh wow so that's the chaos inside of me what Mm -hmm. what does that mean Mm -hmm. and so you know she nurtured that and I guess you know conversations at home uh, she would always always push us to analyze uh, and think about things um, and you know I've also always had a a strong spiritual incline since I was very young and Mm -hmm. that was I was not raised into any religion or Mm -hmm. no spirituality particular spirituality or religion at home but it was just my own incline and I think the combination of conscious parents uh, my own spiritual incline I don't know where it came from uh, just helped to make the journey really smooth so I've had a smooth journey I'm very fortunate Um, and obviously you know, about 25 years ago, I, I was—I started becoming really serious about my my uh, consciousness journey. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time. I was, you know, I was 18, uh, and already at that time, I was like, okay, this is going to be the most important thing in my life, mm-hmm. and and that, you know, I guess the fruits over time. And I think all this knowledge and all these learnings and all these things that I've learned, I, you know, now I feel I I want to share. Yeah. You know, um, uh, again, no, it's an understatement when I say uh, you have an extensive accolade of, of success. But I want to ask you, what is, and now this part of your life, is true success? Well, I mean, for me, um, you know, I've never looked at success in, in the traditional way. Even, you know, when I was uh, in my 20s, mm-hmm. you know, I never, I never, even all these accolades, um, I've never really you know been proud of myself in particular ways or so because one I've, I've been exposed to amazing people who are nev- never recognized mm-hmm. and I think when you spend time in community you you meet the most incredible people and so for me receiving an accolade uh, I never you know saw it as an accomplishment because I, I, I would meet everyday people who do things that are much greater than anything I could ever do in my life and and no one recognizes them. So I think uh, that for me, um, you know, made it that I'm grateful for the recognitions, but, uh, you know, they don't really mean anything for me than than a responsibility to use my platform to share things that are meaningful. So I think in that sense, they they matter. Um, 
you know, success for me is just, you know, living a life that um, that makes you happy, really. And and it doesn't matter what makes you happy, you know. But but I mean, true, real happiness, like deep within, not like a superficial uh, appearance of happiness, but really yeah. that contentment and peace and serenity. So happiness yeah. with contentment, serenity and peace for me is success. Speaking of happiness, we know that you have a, dis- a panel discussion tomorrow yeah. here at the uh, the Cultural Forum um, from 7 to 8 o'clock. Yeah. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about this? You and uh, some other speakers are going to be involved, but can you tell us more about the Happiness Factory? What can we expect? <laughs> uh, you want me to already tell you what's, what I'm going to talk about? Just a little tea. <laughs> you know? uh, you guys are cheeky. <laughs> You'll have to come tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to, uh, to, to share a little bit. Well, I mean, what, 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 some of the things I'm going to share to, tomorrow about happiness is that uh, happiness is actually um, something that is collective. And mm-hmm. so... Uh, we cannot be happy individually and uh, for me um, you know all the all my children books uh, represent BIPOC um, children so BIPOC mm-hmm. characters and I think it, again in a time when uh, there there are a lot of racial tensions um, you know you you you, you add to that uh, the pandemic and everything else that anyway our, our youth had to uh, has to deal with. Yeah, I think it is m- very important that uh, there is literature for BIPOC children at Absolutely. this point of time to help them, mm-hmm. to give them the tools again to to cope. So yeah, I'm going to talk about that. You can come tomorrow for more. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be about that. How do we help nurture happiness uh, in BIPOC communities? Yeah. That no. is absolutely important, and it resonates a lot with us as uh, BIPOC ourselves, and as well as the girl with dark skin. I often always talk about how, anytime now, when I see um, whether it's a little girl, your little boys, or whoever that are represented in books and TV and anything that have my skin color, dark or even maybe lighter, it makes me so happy because growing up, I didn't see that. I mean, when it came to Disney, I had Jasmine and I had uh, Pocahontas and I kind of saw myself in them, but not fully. And then eventually we got Tiana and then eventually we got different characters across uh, various media. So I get so happy when I see all kinds of people celebrating everybody from different uh, different backgrounds and skin textures and colors as well. But I mean, can you imagine 2021, you know, mm-hmm. it took all these years mm-hmm. just to start, just to start. Yeah. You know, I mean, 85% of uh, children's literature have white characters. Mm-hmm. Wow. When you yeah. know that white people are a mi- minority in the world, mm-hmm. and so that way, yeah, and so that, that that's actually a, a sobering statistics. And there are more animals in children literature than you have diverse characters. Yes, I mean, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to use the word diverse because actually, you know, I would say white people are the one who are diverse because they are a minority. So mm-hmm. you know, BIPOC are actually the majority in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is also uh, something that needs to be shared. And I think once children's literature starts to represent the reality of the world, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to start seeing a more accurate um, representation. Absolutely. And as for mindfulness, we need to go to that again. Do, is there a difference between uh, the mindfulness you would direct towards uh, an adult, a young adult or a child? Or are they just the same? 
I, you know, I'm a, I'm a certified yoga and mindfulness teacher for children. Um, and I, I practice also mindfulness and yoga with adults. I find with children, it's more fun. Because <laughs> they're more open, they're more yeah. curious. Mm. They, more creative. They, yeah. they feel untapped in a yes. sense. Yes, mm. yeah. And they're the more willing. Yeah. And they're more willing. You know, the one challenge, of course, is that their attention span is shorter. Uh, but at the same time, they're much more uh, creative, mm -hmm. um, you know, ready to try anything. And I think as an adult, what also it does, it also stretches our own creativity. Yeah. So, um, so the activities are similar, but maybe not as long. You know, you're not going mm -hmm. to ask a child to meditate for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you start with like five minutes mm -hmm. and even five minutes, you know, is, is it can be a lot for, for children so mm -hmm. you don't do also the activities for that length of time i'm not gonna lie if you ask me to do anything more than five minutes i will fall asleep <laughs> as well so not only children thank you so much swati thank Can you i'd like to know any last parting words you want to tell our listeners well i mean you all have to come to the festival mm -hmm. it is so beautiful it's fun there is so much to discover so yeah i will just say come and come tomorrow to my session oh, definitely i'm definitely interested and more than anything speaking with you has been so engrossing mm -hmm. i've learned a lot consciousness activism i think that's uh, that's something i'm gonna have to look into a little bit more mm -hmm. and really thank you again for your contribution um, the children books are more than just you know stories and mm -hmm. and ways to provide some sort of like sense of empowerment but you're going more than that you're, you're doing like self-reflection self-discovery yeah. you know and to do at a young age is also i think very beneficial for a lot of us as mm -hmm. we're as we're at this age and we're older we're still trying to figure these things out so if a kid just pick up a book and learn a few things just like that <laughs> i think that is that just makes the world a little bit better uh, thank you guys bless you bless you bless you thank and you. i'm looking forward to doing more consciousness <laughs> activism with you all right not only you're all going right. to look into it but join the rank i want to i want to, i do want to look inwards yeah, yeah. always that is super important and also you're also breaking the stigma behind uh, the idea of uh, we could call it therapy but some form of therapy and mindfulness and self-reflection and consciousness especially when you start with it when you are younger so once again thank you so much for joining us on the afternoon karak we're going to continue with the agenda and what's happening here at the Sharjah Children's Reading Festival. So stay tuned for that and so much more right here on Pulse 95.